Welcome to You Look Good, a podcast where we laugh and have deep conversations while lifting each other up. Today, I am joined by Anna, aka AB. (laughs) Hi. You were telling me earlier that somebody forgot what your name was. Somebody forgot what my name was. A good friend of mine forgot my name because he just knows me as AP. (laughs) Yeah, we all call call you AP, but your name is Anna. But welcome to the podcast. Thank you. As you know, you're are an avid listener so i um, am i have listened to quite a few of your episodes we do a little bit of an icebreaker before we get into it and this is not a concept that i came up with um i've seen it on tiktok but i am very proud of this and i was so excited but today we'll be playing rank these songs by taylor swift without Ah. knowing what's next i love it okay (laughs) okay here's your little drawing board Okay, so, so I'm, it's okay, 10 so songs. Okay. So I'll be playing 10 songs out of random, and you're not going to know what's next, and you have to put them in a spot. This is going to be exciting. I made yeah, a playlist and everything. Well. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Ooh, lover. That's a good one. Oh, man. I don't know what's coming up next. Yeah, you don't know what's coming up next. Okay. That one went at number six. So she put it at number six. Okay. Number two. Wildest dreams. Um, that's going to have to be five. And that better be Taylor's version. It is Taylor's okay. version. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is number three. I love reputation. I never trust a narcissist. I love me. That's going at number two. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. I do like this song, but that's going to be number nine. Oh. Mine. Yeah. Taylor's version. Okay. Of course. It better be. The one. Number four. The one. Okay. And I have, and I'm kind of mad about you. (laughs) This it has to be at ten. I'm so sorry. I just not really a speak now girl. Don't do that to me. I'm so sorry. And where's my bracelet? (laughs) I knew you were gonna ask me about it. (laughs) It's coming. When (laughs) it's been months. It just means I'm making extra time for it. Okay, gotcha. Oh man, now I regret that one. Okay, that's at eight then. I knew you were trouble. Okay. I love the man. Oh, but I don't know what's coming up next. Yeah. Okay, three. Number three, the man. Okay. So you have um, the number one spot and the number seven spot. <laughs> song but i don't know what the nice one's gonna be okay champagne problems is gonna go at number one okay okay i think you made the good choice okay because let's speak now yeah i think you're right or yeah never grow up speak now oh but i do like yeah but i think champagne problems goes at Okay, so yeah, I'm happy with my choices. I'm happy with my choices. Okay, so just read them off to the class. <laughs> okay, 
at the number one spot, we have champagne problems. I like that one a lot. Number two, I did something bad, which is the only reputation one you played, which is my favorite album. <laughs> Three, the man. Love that song. Super empowering. Four, the one. I like that one a lot too. Five, wildest dreams. I'm really happy with my top five. Like I really think truly out of this list, like these are actually my top five. And then number six, Lover, beautiful love song. Seven, Never Grow Up. Eight, I Knew You Were Trouble. I kind of, if I had known, I would have put that at number 10. Ooh. Yeah. Controversial. And number nine was Mine. And number 10, Mean. I'm so sorry. Which is your favorite. My, which is my favorite song. <laughs> I know, but I'm happy with, I'm, I like my lineup. I think I, okay. I think I crushed that. Cool. With that being said, we... Obviously, no, you're a Swifty. Yes. What were some crazy feelings you had during the concert? And, like, what was that experience like? Because, like, the concert, you went, like, I think you went twice. No, I wish I went twice. I went to Houston night three. So I would like to go again. My friends and I are figuring out how we're going to make that happen. I'd like to go again. I Um, saw it in theaters, and it, it was the fucking craziest thing that I've ever seen. Yeah. I like walked out of there with like my jaw dropped. I was like, whoa, this yeah. is a production. Seeing it live was unreal. Yeah. And honestly, I really thought that I was going to like cry more. I don't know. I just thought I was going to have like more emotions and I did, but I held it together up until she sang the all too well 10 minute version. Mm-hmm. Lost it at that. That song just hits me in a spot that, whatever it got me through my heartbreak like it that just hits me in a different spot and when she's saying that i lost it at that moment i like turned to my friend that i was with and she turned to me and she like (laughs) we both just tears but it was the whole concert was so good everybody the energy in the whole stadium was just unreal it was really good i i loved it that was one of the best concerts i've ever been to i feel like yeah it's different i mean and we also did see it. We saw it, my roommate Beverly and I, we saw it in the movie theaters too, the night that it came out. So it was like reliving it all over again. And it was just so much fun. I love it. Any, okay, so actually you did just say, I was going to just ask any songs that kind of stood out, but I guess All Too Well. All Too Well, 10 Minute Version, really hits hard. Honestly, it's really hard not to relate to a Taylor Swift song. Mm-hmm. Like even if you're not a fan, if you hear one of her songs and you just listen to I know, the lyrics, I feel like- you yeah. really do find a way to relate to it, whether it was when you were 13 years old or when you're, you know, 28 years old, mm-hmm. like you still find ways to relate to it. So especially like her more recent stuff is, I think, a little bit more mature and like <laughs> gut wrenching, honestly. But those songs helped me through a really tough period in my life. So that's really what made me a really big fan. I haven't actually been a huge Taylor Swift fan my whole life. Um, it wasn't until I went through something really tough that. I started turning to like that kind of music. Do you want to talk about that now? We can. Yeah. I know you already have it in there. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Well, I had my heart broken a few years ago by somebody I thought was going to be just my person forever. Looking back, I think I was a little young and naive to think that just because he was my first, you know, like real boyfriend, I guess, real relationship. We spent eight years together. Eight years from, we started dating when I was 16 and we broke up when I was 25. So if you think about that window, that is primitive forming years, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, you're learning a lot about yourself. You're learning a lot about yourself. You're learning, you're just learning a lot about life and you're growing up 
a lot in those years. And we really did all of it together, went through some ups and downs towards the end. Like, you know, we started to realize, okay, this is like just not, we're not seeing eye to eye on anything anymore. And that really, really messed me up. Like my closest friends and family know they saw like a complete shift in me. I literally had to start going to therapy. I got put on medication. I was diagnosed with like depression and anxiety. And I still have episodes even to this day. And I'm still on that medicine. And a lot of it is because I'm scared of going off of that medicine because it's just gotten me through, I feel like. Yeah. So yeah, that's been it's been three years and I've I've really learned a lot. One of the biggest reasons I moved to Austin and moved away from where I'm from is for that reason alone is I just needed I'm from a really small hometown and everything was just too close and I couldn't I couldn't carry on yeah. out there so I had to move away and that's one of the best things I did for myself. It's really good. I I mean I applaud you for that, for moving to down here. And that's how we met. That's how we met. So, um, she, I actually met you yeah. before I moved. Do you what? remember that? I was out here visit. I had already yeah, known yeah. that oh, I was no, no. kind okay, of moving. Okay. Yeah. I had already that's known the, that I was moving. Yeah. That's the part that I was going to talk about. Yeah. You told the, me. Um, you came to visit me at a company that I no longer associate with because. Neither do I. <laughs> yeah. Um, you came to not visit me, actually. You came as like a customer just. I, stum- I stumbled upon yeah. that place, Correct, honestly. Yeah. I That particular street is all bars, and mm-hmm. that place is the only restaurant on the street. And so I was relying on Uber the whole time that I was here because I was visiting. I didn't have a car. And um, I had an Uber drop me off. I was literally going around to like apply to bartending bars, jobs. Yeah. And I had an Uber drop me off on Rainy Street. And um, I'm walking around and everything is closed because it was before 4 p.m. True, yeah. It was so I'm like, day. dang, I'm stuck here. Um, and that place was the only place open. So I kind of like just stumbled in, didn't really know what I was walking into. It just was a place that was open and had customers. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, let me sit here, like figure this out. And then, yeah, you were my server. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. Were you surprised when I started working there? Actually, like, because no, like we had, like, talked about. But were you like, oh, like that girl? I did talk to her. Like, no, oh, no, she did because um, uh, Jen actually yeah. came up to me and she asked me about you. Oh, okay, because I did she, mention your name. In no, my... yeah, she was like, hey, like, how? What did you think about her? And I was yeah. like, no, she's great. Like, yeah. you should definitely hire her. And she's like, okay, I think I will. Yeah, and she did. And, and then <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. And then I saw you, and I was like, hey, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That was um, cool. But. With that being said, you said um, running away from your, not running away, I guess. I that's not a good way to say it. No, and it's not running away. It's like growing, I call it like growing out of that situation or like growing away from that situation. So I love home. I sometimes miss home, but I don't belong there anymore. Yeah, what was your childhood like? My childhood was really good. I grew up in a great family, a great home. Um, this is something I've actually, now that I'm older, I've really started to realize and be grateful for is I actually grew up, my parents are still together. My grandparents, both sets of my grandparents are still together, still alive. There's really not a whole lot of divorce in my family. And as we all know, the divorce rate is so high these days and so common, but I really was not exposed to that kind of life until I was much, much older. And 
I would even say within the last like two years, there was a guy that I, after my ex and I broke up, there was a guy that I kind of like started seeing. And he was really the first person that I was, you know, exposed to that had divorced parents. And the whole thing was just like, they live life so differently. And I don't even, are your parents? Yeah. Like, they're together or? No, they're divorced. They're divorced. So like, like. And I'm an only child. And you're an only <laughs> child. Yeah. So like, you just, I mean, like holidays are so different mm. and there's so many things that are just so different about it. Um, That was my first kind of exposure to it. And I really started to think about, I actually asked him a really interesting question and I kind of want to ask you now too. If okay. it came yeah. out, I'll ask no, you. let's do it. So I read in a book one time and it was like, you form a lot of your relationships and your thoughts on relationships off of your parents relationship so but like it can go one of two ways so like me being a child of parents that are still together and in love whatever and have been together like maybe i take relationships for granted in a way or that i like I just expect them to work out because that's all I've really known. Mm -hmm. So I take it for granted. Whereas you might take marriage a little more like seriously and put more thought into it. And do you know like where I'm getting at? I don't remember the exact, I I don't remember the exact quote from the book. Honestly, the book, it was called um, what I was doing while you were breeding. And I, the author, I don't remember her name, Mm -hmm. Catherine something, but she used to be on like SNL or whatever. But anyway, she has this great book and she talks about like, there's just like this one section where she talks about marriage and how people's views on marriage and like long-term relationships like that can be different based on their background and where they come from. Yeah. And I remember asking this guy that I was like, what are your, like, what do you think of marriage? Do you think of it as like something that you just take for granted, like that you expect it? Or is it something that you like, constantly need to work towards and like work on even like in the relationship uh, he like he was like yeah i think based off of like seeing my parents get divorced like i am somebody that would take it more seriously and would like work towards it more and not take it so much for granted whereas it started to like like hit me that i was like wow i think i kind of take relationships for granted and just like mm-hmm. expect them to work out because that's what i what grew you up know, around bro. yeah mm-hmm. So it was like an interesting thing. I'll definitely have to get you the exact quote at some point. But what about you? Do you, what do you? Yeah, no, I can totally relate to that just because, especially like with being gay, it's a little bit not harder, but it's because like I do potentially like want to build a family and like have kids, whether it's like surrogate or adoption. Mm -hmm. So I do take into accountability of like, is this the person that I want to be with? Like I take Raise a little a bit, with, correct, and, and I like yeah. take a little step back more because with guys it's like I don't like I just want to fuck, yeah. I'm like let's just get this over <laughs> with. But seeing a guy and it's starting to get serious, I do have a lot of a lot more questions before I even get to that point. I got you, yeah. Definitely. Because I did, I did see. I have. Not, I don't think I've ever said this, but my parents told me they got divorced at a Sonic drive-through. <laughs> Or a sonic like little thingy, yeah. What? Yeah, I was like, I, I don't remember how old I was, but is Sonic traumatizing for you? Sonic is a little traumatizing, and I <laughs> live right by a Sonic too. <laughs> but um, they took me to a Sonic, and they were like, "We're gonna go get ice cream." We went to go get ice cream, and they were both in the front seat, and I was in the back seat, and I was just like living my life, eating my little ice cream, and then they turned to me. It was like. Oh that crazy like hey we're getting divorced you're gonna have to pick 
who you live with. Oh, really? Because they, yeah, they switched houses. Mm. So I picked my mom. My dad was super bummed, but. Yeah. I like, and now that you're older, like, do you ever think about that? And you're just like, God, like that really, probably like it a sucked. punch to the gut. Yeah, like, you know, sucked. like, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I love my dad and my mom and we're like, we have good relationships, but it was, it was tough. Yeah. Or did you grow up with them like close enough to where you could like kind of split your time pretty evenly? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. But I just live with my mom. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. What are you most afraid of? I'm most afraid of not reaching my full potential. Okay. That's a good one. Um, yeah. This has been weighing a lot on me heavy- like lately pretty heavily. I'm 28 now and I'm just not where I thought I was going to be. Mm-hmm in my career and just like in my life i think i just had all these expectations growing up that i just have not even come close to meeting so i'm really i feel like you're not alone though there's a lot I of know people i'm out not there. i know i'm not and i know like this economy is just different than what it used to be so like i i try to remember that but it is tough like you know watching other people kind of get what you want or like move on and kind of like establish themselves in their careers or get married and have families. And like, I just was actually telling somebody this the other day. I used to be when I was with my ex, like the only thing on my mind was like, okay, next logical step is getting engaged, getting married, having a family. Like I was just thinking of these like next steps that made sense Mm -hmm. at the time. But now looking back, I'm not, any, I was never, I was not ready for that back then. And I'm still not ready for it now. So I think that it was just a blessing in disguise all around. It's still, I mean, like 30 is like right there. Like it's like, <laughs> it's right there. And I'm somebody and I have, oh, the way my therapist would just love to like shake me, like hold my shoulders and shake me for this one. But I'm somebody who's constantly like thinking like, okay, by 30, I need to do this, or I need to have this under my belt, or I need mm-hmm. to be doing this. And there, that is not real. And for some reason in my head, the way my mind works, in my world, it is real. But yeah. I know that that does not matter. Age is just a number. And if I get married after the age of 30, I get married after the age of 30. I have, I can count on you know, a few people that I know that have started families in their 40s. And so like, I'm not behind and I have to realize that. And that that's just a constant struggle in my head. But I really do. I, I'm most afraid of just not being where I want to be in the time that I want to be there. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can relate to that. Okay, so with being afraid of, how would you describe your happiness? My happiness is being to that level that you want it to be your happiness, or is there is there anything else? No, that's no, yeah. So no, that's really hard for me to define because like I struggle with happiness. Honestly, she put quotation uh, marks. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> I struggle with that because I don't think this is like really dark to even like say, but I don't think I've actually been like happy in a really long time like genuinely just happy i have been worried and stressed out i put on a really good front a lot of the times and i just kind of coast if i had to like credit my my happiness to something it would be like the medication that i'm on like low-key like yeah i mean Mm -hmm. honestly i that medication does wonders and if that's what's kind of getting me through and like 
allowing me to be happy and like, you know, a different definition than, than that's what it is at this time. I'm slowly getting there, moving away made me happier. I'm happier here. Um, I find myself more open and open-minded and like willing to do more and like try new things, put myself out there. And so like moving away helped a lot with that. But I think that there's not just like one specific thing that's going to be like, that's going to happen. And then I'm going to be like, oh, like I'm happy now. Like it's going to take, you know, it, it took a lot to break down and it's going to take a lot to build right back up. Well said. If I made you dinner, what would you want to be on the menu? Ooh. Would that bring happiness? <laughs> yeah. I love somebody else cooking for me. I don't Let's like do an all-day thing, an all-day menu. Oh, so really? So breakfast, okay. lunch, dinner, and, like, maybe a dessert in there. Okay. I. So we're not in a relationship. But okay. But you're, you're going to make, you're, yeah, just gonna make me dinner all yeah. day. Or you're going to make me food, food all day. All day yeah. Okay, cool. Well, as we already talked about, I've heard this podcast before, and I've heard you mention breakfast tacos more than a few times. <laughs> Jesus, I've been caught. <laughs> so I know that you must be good at making breakfast tacos. So that will have to be. I'll have to have a breakfast taco. Okay, what breakfast Spicy. taco? It, Spicy. On a flour tortilla, only flour, yeah. not corn. Um, Probably, like, the works. Like, eggs. eggs. Maybe some bacon bits. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not a potato person, but like maybe some potatoes like, like cheese. sprinkle oh, okay. load on all the cheese. And then please. some salsa. Salsa and like um hot sauce, like yeah. hot taco sauce. Okay, okay. Yes. That's my vibe. Yes. <laughs> you would be okay. So you're gonna make me that. Lunch? I'm never good at lunch. I'm never good at I lunch don't either. Know what, what are you supposed to eat for lunch? I yeah, don't know. I'm not good at lunch either. I kind of skip that sometimes. Yeah, like Loki, I kind of skip it. Ice coffee, like just a little iced coffee, like pick me and up. And maybe like a uh like a muffin. Yeah, some kind of yeah, just like a snack type vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then dinner. Ooh. Oh, wait. Is there, do you do dessert first? After, oh, well. After dinner? I mean, it all depends. Always. <laughs> it all depends. Just how I'm feeling that day. <laughs> dinner. I really like seafood. So, okay. like salmon or. Ooh. I would say like crab or crab cakes, but you're not from Maryland, so you wouldn't know how to do it correctly. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't. And I honestly don't like seafood, but I do like salmon. Salmon. The salmon be- salad. Yes. That would be good. Or honestly, like salmon on like a bed of like basmati rice or something. Or jasmine rice. I could do that. And then like a veggie on the side. That would be, that would be like my vibe. That would be good. Yeah. And some kind of like, like garlicky sauce or something. And some wine. Oh, oh, of course. Wine. Yeah. We're popping (laughs) that bottle early. That's. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Does, does, um, does that go good with wine? Yeah. White wine. White wine. Yeah. White. Yes. I feel like that would be good. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, oh, we forgot dessert. Oh yeah, dessert, dessert, dessert. Ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. Ice okay. Cream. Or oh, ice cream with Reese cups sprinkled on top. I don't like Reese's. You don't like Reese's? No. Get out of your house. Are you kidding? <laughs> Reese's are my favorite thing in the whole world. Dang it. Maybe we can do one for you and one for me. Yeah, we're gonna. I'll have do Reese cookies cups and my- cream. Okay, that's fair. Cookies and cream, ice cream. My roommate actually does like these really badass root beer floats, though. Oh, I haven't had one of those in a long time. He does some, and he's from Wisconsin, so he he has the good root beer. Yeah. The good, good root beer. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, we'll have to bring separate desserts then. Separate desserts. Yeah. (laughs) Reese cups are my favorite thing in the whole world. I just can't get after the peanut butter. Oh, 
Okay, well, this is a good segue because, so let's say you're not happy with what you had. I'm not happy with the meal? Yeah, you're not happy. Yeah. How do you prefer to address conflict? So, like, let's say you're mad at me. I'm mad at you? I'm not good. I'm not good at this, honestly. I've gotten better. I don't know. I feel like you'd be able to tell. Like, I feel like my face would say it. I think my face would say it. And then you would probably be the one to be like, are you okay? What's wrong? And then I'd be like, oh, like, there's no Reese cups. And those are my favorite. (laughs) And like, you knew that. Or, you know, like, I don't know. Like, whatever. I've never been good at the conflict thing. Working in the service industry has made me a lot better at it, honestly. Um, I've developed thicker skin. I feel more comfortable speaking up. Um, So now I'm a lot better than I used to be. But with friends, I think it's still kind of hard, honestly. Are you like the one that like kind of just bites their tongue or? Maybe I'll bite my tongue for the like a little bit. But then like if it gets to be a reoccurring situation or whatever, then I will like pipe up. And I try to address like if there's no real way to i mean you know how our generation like reads into text messages like differently like yeah if i were to text you and put like a period at the end of it you'd yes. be like, oh, like overthinking it that makes it much harder because mm-hmm. like i don't i wouldn't even know i guess like my first line of defense would be like a text message that would like kind of let you know that i'm upset and then, but I really do, I'm a big believer in just face-to-face communication, Fair. especially in relationships. My ex-relationship, like, that was one of the biggest things was we would have the same conversation over and over and over again, just would never get anywhere. But still, like, we got further talking face-to-face than we ever would have, mm-hmm. like, over text message or on the phone. Yeah, I have a bunch of friends that um, are pretty bad, like, texters. I'm that, a bad texter. That well, not even like as like a reply, but like with me, I just like put more thought into my text messages. Yeah. And my friend, she just like she's so bland. We have like the perfect connection, like in yeah. like when we're like together. Like it's great. Like we love each other. Like it, the conversations are great. Yeah. But when she texts me, I just feel like she's mad at me. And I text her and I'm like, Are you mad? She's yeah. like, No, what? yeah what? yeah and i think i'm i might fall into a bit of that category too i like i hope people don't like re- read my text and be like are you mad are you upset whatever but i am also a pretty bad texter when it comes to replying and when it comes to like how i text translate yeah yeah that's why i mean you said that perfectly earlier sometimes it's harder to mm-hmm. translate over text and it's better to just do it in person oh, like if there time. is like if there is a conflict it's better because you're showing your emotions and stuff. Yeah, every time. Is there any hobby you used to love that you don't do anymore? Well, I want to say that, I mean, I grew up playing tennis, but okay. I still yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I still do play tennis, so that's not something I've like stopped doing. Stopped doing. Um, it's something I'd like to do more of for sure. I had the time. <laughs> yeah. What have I stopped doing? That's a good question. I know. I've always been really creative and like artistic in a way. I can't like draw or anything, but I mean, in high school, I did pottery and I loved that, like ceramics, loved doing that. It's not really something you can carry like outside of a formal class setting, though. I mean, unless you get your own supply, that's an expensive hobby. 
Oh, I have one actually. My ex got me on scuba diving and I loved scuba diving and I would do it as much as I could wherever I was. Like, especially when I studied abroad in Australia, I was scuba diving. That's where I got my certifications. Um, I started volunteering on like a rescue dive team back home and I loved it. And now like ever since moving out here, I've I haven't well, gone. I mean, yeah, you can't really yeah, you scuba, can't scuba dive. dive. Well, I mean, they have like. I mean, you yeah. can, but I've seen actually. You know how people like float down the rivers in like San Marcos or mm-hmm. the other New Braunfels. Yes, New Braunfels. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen there's like salvage diver divers that go down and like you know how many like cell phones and like jewelry and yeah. things you can find that people lose while they're tubing. Mm-hmm. So I've seen divers do that. Not that like that would be like of interest to me, but. It's a way, it to, cool, it's a way no? to dive. Yeah. It's yeah. probably gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is the person you admire the most right now? I'm going to say Taylor Swift right now. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Back to full circle. I do back have to, to say, I do have to say that I admire her a lot right now only because of like, I mean, she's all over the news now and like all over social media with her new relationship with Travis Kelsey and everything. But like she went from being kind of in hiding and like disappearing for a few years when her rep was really bad and like the media was talking trash about her and she just kind of hid away from it for so long and shut down. But now she truly is just like living out her best life totally like fearlessly. She's on top of the world. She knows it and she doesn't care what people say about her or what people think about her. And honestly, recently I have just been like, wow, like she's really grown up so much and is happy like you can see it all over her face and like mm. you know on her tour like you can just see that she's doing what she loves she's surrounded herself with really great people she's working hard and she's it's paying off for her she's a she just became a billionaire so yeah. with a b <laughs> with a b um i have something else touched a little bit about your ex but current relationship mm-hmm. what's some differences that are going on there Big differences. I've never dated younger, and my current relationship is four years younger than I am, Okay, which is different, but in a good way. Uh, it's taught me a lot. It's taught me to be more open-minded. Um, so that, that's the one thing. Um, he is younger. It's a different kind of setup. He's just different as far as like his personality is more outgoing. He's not so like shy and kind of like in my shadow. He's more... You know, he's his own person. I'm my own person. He respects what I do and encourages me, which is a big one. And this is not to say my ex and I didn't have a good relationship. I mean, we were together for eight years. So clearly, like, something was working and it was fine. It was just one of those things where we just grew apart as just we just weren't really seeing eye to eye anymore. And we just weren't really we're just growing into different people. Does he know about this? past relationship or like have you talked to oh yeah about yeah this is something that like my past relationship has really shaped me into who i am today and how i view my relationships and how i date now and so yeah it's something that i refer back to quite often and not in a way of like oh, my ex did this like like you don't do this or you know not like that but just like i think twice now when something good happens or when something bad happens that i'm thinking like how have i changed especially like reaction wise like how has my reaction changed to these different scenarios Mm -hmm. 
And I've grown up a lot. My past relationship taught me a lot um, how I needed to grow up and mature. And I really, I really have. So I've seen, I've seen myself change a lot in the best way from some of those situations. But yeah, current relationship, doing just fine, different, learning a lot. And him and I both met here in Austin and we're not from here. And so we've had a great time just exploring our new city together and, you know, doing new things, meeting new people and kind of just like being on the same wavelength of life right now. So that's been really nice. What has been like the best state that you've been on with your new relationship? We, we've had a few. Like what's like a good memorable one? Um, we went to Common Ford, the like the state park, whatever that's on the on the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, over the summer, we went there with a group of people, and we just brought like sandwiches, snacks, floats, speaker, like all this stuff. So it was more of a group day kind of thing, honestly. Yeah. But that was just like a really fun, fun day, mm-hmm. and like we took my jeep out there, which was really cool, and then. We had a dog or two, I think, with us, and it was just like a nice like summer day. And then actually most recently, we just went, it was just his birthday last week, and mm-hmm. we went to this really nice sushi restaurant up in the do- domain, and um, neither one of us had been there before. The only sushi I've eaten since I moved to Austin has been H-E-B sushi, so <laughs> that was like Which a nice- Which is not bad. No, it's not bad. <laughs> it's Sushi Wednesday, and I'm probably having that for dinner. <laughs> But that was like really nice. And we both just like got dressed up. It was his birthday. We had a great time. Like that was just like a fun date too. We we always have a really good time. And honestly, going to my best friend's wedding two weekends ago, two weeks ago now, that was a great, you know, we were traveling together. That was a really fun time too. Good. If you could change one thing about your personality, what would it be? Oh, <laughs> my personality. <laughs> I wish I was more like, oh, what would the word be? If I could change one thing about my personality. I don't know, actually. I really don't know. What would your answer be? Let me get some. I mean, I already, out. yeah, I already know mine. Let me get some. Apparently info. I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? Everybody. <laughs> you would change that? I mean, I, I mean, Do you I don't think mean, you're a bitch. I have bitch tendencies. I think we all I don't have think, bitch tendencies. I don't think I'm a bitch on purpose. I yeah. think I'm just, I don't want to say sassy because it's too like cliche because I'm like, because I'm gay and like, oh, the gay guys are all sassy all the time. No. But I honestly just think that I speak how I speak. And then sometimes people take it the wrong way because I'm so monotoned. Yeah. And then people are like, yeah, he's a bitch. Uh- I'm like, I was just telling you to go take out the trash. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wasn't meaning to like be like, go take out the trash. Yeah. I was just like, go take, can you do break? it now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I mean. That's honestly what I would change. Oh, I guess yeah, yeah. I would change that. I just want to be like looked on as nice because I okay. am nice. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. I am nice. I see that. Yeah. For me, I just, I don't know. I, there's, I think there is something kind of like missing or that I could like work on a little bit more. I can't really put my finger on what it would be. I think it's, I want to say that I wish I was more like driven and, oh, I've got it. Okay. I've got it. Positive. I wish I was more okay, positive. Okay. We love that. Yes. I wish I was more positive. 
Um, I think I used to be, and I feel like my my shine has just dimmed a little bit, just through natural like situations, situations and circumstances, around. like whatever. But I do wish I could. Right now, I fully admit I see the glass half empty every time. Like I'm just so used to things not going my way and not working out that I'm like, oh, like what could be next, like, yeah. or what's gonna happen now? Whereas. I see people, especially on like social media and everything, like yeah, social dude, media people will get are just you. so positive and uplifting and happy. And I, I think that I that is what I really need to work on because I, I have it in me. I just, I think situations, you've seen it. As, yeah, situations have just kind of dimmed my light a little bit. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, positive. That would be the one. Good. Well, on that note, we're gonna do a little affirmation card. Okay. Me and Kelsey used to do this all the time, so kind of inspired with this episode since we both know Kelsey. Yes. Just pick one out of random and then read it out loud to the class again. Okay. See how you feel. Okay. Just pick one. And you can keep it, too. Uh, this one's speaking to me. Actually, maybe this one is. It's kind of yellow to get out. Oh, this is interesting. Okay. It says, today I am calm. Today my mind is open and I am at peace with who I am. <gasps> that ties in. That's weird. Freaky. Yeah. What kind of voodoo are you running over right? here? Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so explain a little bit how that makes you feel. It makes me feel kind of calm, actually. I've been a little stressed out lately and like today so that's kind of nice like a good reminder to just kind of take a deep breath be calm keep an open mind which is something i really struggle with like we literally just talked about right before yeah, i pulled this literally and then yeah like being at peace with who i am but also just like the situations i'm going through or like life at the moment like just learning to be at peace with it so i like that a lot yeah and you can keep that for sure i know exactly where i'm gonna put it (laughs) fridge (laughs) no i have this little like jewelry box and Um, i have like little polaroids and stuff on the mirror so i'll put that right there because i look at it every day cool well yeah um we are at the end of the episode you have any questions for me yeah, I do actually. Yeah. I do have one for you because I've listened to this podcast before, so I know like you get a lot of the same questions, like asking what you want to do with like your podcast. But like, mm-hmm. is there something that you tell yourself or repeat in your head or always have in mind? Like, um, uh, what's the word? Like a mantra or something that keeps you going and like keeps you keeps the fire fueled to like run this podcast and like do something with it. Yeah, for sure. I think um, consistency for sure. I try to wake up and think about it every morning and Mm -hmm. just be like, what can I do to make this better? Um, Obviously, the people that I have on are people that I'm very interested in. Yeah. I do like the interview process. I do like, I didn't know about many things that you talked about, (laughs) you know? Um, And that's just getting to know like my friends getting other people to like just hear stories honestly yeah it's like storytelling i don't know it's very interesting i i just really do enjoy it and i want to keep this brand going and i like know my concept and i have like a really clear visual mm-hmm. of what the future looks like but it's just a little hard right now <laughs> yeah. to get there yeah is there um like a mantra or something that you live by that like kind of I guess I feel like like I have one that kind of keeps me going like Mm -hmm. and like I use it as like a justifying thing. So like like mine, for example, is 
you have to overdo it because you can't do it over. So okay. like for that, I get that. Like, yeah. So for me, that means like, like be a lot right now, like be loud, be in the room, like overdo it because you're not going to get this chance again. Like, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? So, or like take risks, take chances, like that kind of thing. That's what keeps me going. That's what kind of inspires me to like reach my goals. So I was just wondering if there was something that like, like you always kind of keep in the back of your head that yeah keeps you going. No, yeah, that's, that's really good. I like I like that actually. That's you'll have to text me that because <laughs> you have to overdo it because you can't do it. Over. You have to overdo it because you can't do it over. Do it over. Yeah. Okay. No, but I said this on uh, the episode that I uploaded today. Um, this meaning of, of okay, that's fine. Yeah, is something that I like to wake up to a lot. So I think that would be mine. I like that. Cause is that, do you take that as more of like a, okay, that's fine. Like, like I this is my up. life right now. Like I'm at peace. Mm-hmm. Like now what do we do from here? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. cause when I got fired, I was like, okay, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you know, like sometimes but did you say that? <laughs> no, I, I didn't say that. Cause I don't know. It's just very like much. I said this on the other episode as well. It's more of like a shrug the shoulder kind of thing. Yes. It's like, you know, this happened to me. Okay. That's fine. Or like, I had to spend, oh, I had to spend some money on Ollie because he got into some stuff. He was having some stomach issues. Yeah, yeah, How about yeah. That? okay. And I had to, like, spend money on that because I had to, like, make sure he was good. And I was like, I had to spend some money that I didn't have because I'm not working. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, that's fine. Ollie, I love you. Like, you're my yeah. little baby. I'm going to take care of you. Yeah. And it sucks because I got, like, a little in my bank account but but okay okay that's fine okay that's fine money comes back yeah so i think i would yeah and then i like um i see that every day i love that i mm, like that a lot yeah that's very you actually yeah i think so i like that taylor swift would say shake it off shake it off (laughs) (laughs) again with the full circle (laughs) we had to circle back (laughs) circle back to taylor swift (laughs) all right anything else no, I think that's, I think you covered it. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. You're going to have me back in season two? Absolutely. <laughs> season two coming right up. Actually, good thing you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, wrapping up season one next week. So last episode will be November 29th. Next season will launch on January 3rd. I want to like do a lot of like rebranding and I know you told me a little, we're going to keep it a secret. Yeah. (laughs) But that may be in the works. So we'll definitely have to like have like a coffee day and like. I am so down for a brain. Brainstorm some like ideas. Yes. New branding and stuff like that. So I would definitely need your help with that. Let's do it. Okay, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. Join us next Wednesday for another episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram or DM me. At You Look Good Pod, if you have any suggestions or if you would like to come on. My name is Abraham Alvarado, and you look good.